listeners, welcome to the first Pain Reframed podcast. I cannot tell you how excited I, myself, Dr. Jeff Moore, and my good colleague and friend, Dr. Tim Flynn, are to bring you Pain Reframed. This is Pain Reframed. Over the next year, over the next couple of years, I hope, if we're able to get a little bit of steam rolling here, Tim and I really want to engage in and further the discussion around how pain is being managed in our society. I think there's really no argument that says this is not one of the most pivotal aspects of the way healthcare management is going forward. Um, We are seeing a minutia of problems across the board in the way that we are entering people into the system, the way we're managing these individuals, and our lack of a holistic approach to really help people deal with the pain experience. Pain is a reality, but pain does not need to be the level of suffering that it currently is for far too many people across this country and across this world. our hope over this next many, many episodes is that we can contribute not only our own voices, but more importantly, the voice of those in different aspects of the healthcare system that can contribute and really get an honest, open conversation taking place so that ultimately the end user, the patient, can be managed in a way that minimizes their suffering. So without further ado, over the next 15 or 20 minutes, I'm going to pass the mic over to Tim and we're going to chat a bit about what we're doing here, sort of the why behind Pain Reframed. And then we're going to talk about our audience, who we hope engages with us and who we hope you share this podcast with and encourage some conversation amongst. And then we're going to discuss the how. I hope the language, you know, knowing Tim for so many years has greatly improved my conversational capacity. And I think that having his voice out here um, is really going to add a unique element um, to what is already existing. And so I'm very excited to, to bring to you Pain Reframed. And without further ado, I'm going to pass this off to Tim. And Tim, do you mind kind of telling our listeners here just a little bit about why we're why we're launching the show and who we're hoping to target and and maybe how we intend to do that. Absolutely. And thanks Jeff for that excellent introduction to where we're going with this and you know why is it's a big question because at some point you get in your professional career, you hit a crossroads. And fortunately, I've hit that many times in my career. And it's a crossroads that hopefully you build upon your prior experiences and realize, you know, it's time to move in a direction that that complements your past, but really brings to bear, I guess, your expertise and knowledge and your, your learned mistakes on bigger problems. And we couldn't agree more that the problem of pain in society is it's huge on many levels. And we hope in this podcast that we really, we talk more about pain in a much, much broader sense than what traditionally we think about in at least our sphere of physical therapy and the thoughts of physical pain or musculoskeletal pain. Because truly, we will embrace this concept of the larger perspective of what pain is and that it's, it really is that unpleasant sensory and emotional experience that's due to a threat or perceived threat and often described in those terms. And we'll look more globally and holistically at how we go forward managing this problem. So, you know, why I guess we got here, I can speak personally, it really, there was a time, multiple times in my life from the time I was young and was around, you know, family members that were experiencing uh, some really traumatic past and uh, and relived experiences to the point now, uh, there's been multiple times where I, I, I've kind of scratched the surface of, of 
looking in that window and trying to understand better what happens within our neurological system. But probably my most recent is just the, just the carnage that we've created in this society, largely inflicted by, you know, the opioid crisis, and which now is making headlines. But it's been two decades in the making, two decades in the making we've, we've done that. And now finally getting, you know, after just tens of thousands of lives have been lost, uh, we're starting to see uh, a glimmer, at least acknowledging the problem. Uh, I would say we're just at the beginning of actually having any rational solutions going forward. So that's really the why, and at least personally, the why in terms of how we've got here. And I really hope our purpose is to really create a sustainable, multidisciplinary, international conversation on pain. Pain reframed, we're going to be committed to changing language and practice patterns across disciplines and points of care, really in order to reduce the unnecessary suffering that results from the propagation of misinformation, insufficient understanding of the pain experience, and the over-medicalization of pain in society. I mean, that's really our purpose, and I think it's a, it's a purpose that we can bring the right audience and the right voices together to really make a difference around this subject. The, the great news about where the conversation is now is that no one debates there's a major issue. And it's wonderful that we're getting some impetus behind these conversations moving forward. Like you said, this has been decades in the making. I mean, yes, it's making headlines now, but this is this has been year after year after year of mistake that is finally culminating to a point where a large amount of people, and fortunately some funding, is starting to show up and say, this needs to be addressed. So I think there, there could not be a better time to steer the conversation than when the conversation is truly ready to be had on a very widespread scale. And so that being said, Tim, as far as the widespread scale, can you give the audience some idea of who we're looking to really bring into this conversation? Who we want to bring in is much broader than really our sphere of physical therapy. We want healthcare providers across the spectrum, both those that are thought to be, quote, traditional and those that are, quote, thought to be non-traditional, if you will, and really bring a much broader perspective because this is way beyond. If, if it was the current medical system, the current medical system got us here. So, I mean, I think if that's who we're bringing in and only that type of voices we're bringing in, I don't have a good feeling that we're going to really add a lot to solving this problem. We need to have a much broader audience and we have to really have this audience that's we're understanding and reframing the pain experience. Our purpose, again, is to prevent medically induced suffering because we as a medical system currently have induced a lot of that suffering by our lack of understanding of what pain actually is and often well-intended when people are suffering, trying to decrease that suffering, but in our well-intended ways have actually created more suffering. And so I believe that the who is going to be much wider from, you know, our, our traditional medical side, but more into, you know, definitely our psychological and behavioral aspects and into more lifestyle individuals that are more interested in really holistic health and lifestyle related management of this process we go through. I love that you say well-intended, Tim, because I hope that as we go forward, um, one thing that the audience is aware of and one thing that, that I hope that our colleagues and as well as ourselves always keep in mind is that 
the intent here is not to chastise people. The intent here is not to say, you've been doing it wrong. Look at what you've done. Now, it's important to reflect on our past mistakes, no question. But the intent here really is is not to play the blame game, but instead to play the future game. And, and, and to have conversations about, hey, that's where we were. Fair enough. Now, where are we going? And what points of entry in the system and what conversations with who need to be had? And I think that... The less that we put that hat on of, hey, that was ill-intended, right? The, 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 more, the more we come from a place of, we know your intent was good, but that doesn't always correlate with the outcome. Um, this conversation is going to be much different. And I hope, Tim, as we talk about the how now, that our conversation reflects that tone. Um, this is not one of blame. Um, this is one of trying to come together mutually with our guards down to be able to have these conversations and change our clinical patterns. Fair enough? Fair enough, Jeff. And I think the how really goes to deeper conversations. I mean, if we look at um, how many of us have gone through difficult experiences, painful experiences, when it's gone through superficially, it's often just a a Band-Aid that has been put on there, but it has not really treated the actual underlying problem, and the wound has continued to fester. This is where I believe we need to go as a deeper conversation and not sugarcoat the fact that this isn't easy. We have societal influences that have literally changed our understanding of what our body is and how we move this body and mind through our daily experience. And notice how I said that, you know, the mind-body, you know, we still see this as separate entities. The science has shown us that, <laughs> that they're not, that we, but how we view it is in this separate space. So I do think that, you know, that how very much becomes a deeper conversation, one that challenges our current understanding of self. Hopefully each of us are challenged after this podcast and each episode to really question, you know, who we are as uh, healthcare providers and really uh, partners in society and improving society. Tim, that's great. I, lo- I love how you've used the word understanding um, multiple times. I think that really reflects, you know, our sponsor, and I'm going to talk more about the International Spine and Pain Institute here in just a moment. But one thing I have heard one of their, their fearless leaders, Adrian Lowe, say is that, you know, when you truly understand this stuff, when you truly understand the pain experience, it's one thing to say buzzwords, you know, hurt doesn't equal harm and, 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 and diagnose people as being sensually sensitized. And, and that's great. But it's not until you have a true, honest understanding of, of how and why somebody might be going through a pain experience that your language changes. And, and Tim, I think the cool thing is that the more I've learned about it, the more my language and behaviors have changed around my patients just naturally. It hasn't had to be scripted. You know, I don't have as many moments now where I say, hey, I think you're having a pain problem versus a mechanical problem. We are now going to have a 45-minute conversation. It's become more that the way that I interact with them with everything that I do changes. And I think that's the result of, of, an, of a true understanding that's beginning to develop. And I hope that's our goal is to get people to that point. Yeah, and I believe that needs to be our goal. And that's why we have to be a voice across the healthcare spectrum and across the wellness spectrum. It's a consistent voice that's going to get us out of this wilderness that we're currently in. And that can happen 
in many ways, but it really, it's, it's all incumbent upon all of us to really understand this. It's the, it is the biggest issue facing us as a healthcare system. And until we uh, acknowledge that, we can't go forward in, in fixing the problem. Couldn't agree more. You know, Tim, in, in the next couple minutes, we'll we'll keep this under 20 minutes so we don't overwhelm the listeners right out of the gates. But I think it would behoove us at the beginning here to give maybe a little bit of background on exactly where you and I are at in life and our relationship so that um, the listeners sort of understand where we're coming from. So for those who are out there, um, hopefully some of you are following the um, existing EIM clinical podcast um, that I had the opportunity to do with John Childs. And we've had the opportunity to have Tim on that show. Um, and I've given some of my, my background there. But just for the sake of our new listeners here, I've been in clinical practice for almost 10 years. Well, just about nine now. It's all been in outpatient orthopedics uh, in Montana and in Michigan, um, working as a clinical partner in Michigan. And now actually I am out here with Dr. Tim Flynn in his clinics at Colorado in Motion. I'm up here about an hour north of Denver in the Fort Collins, Windsor, Loveland area. So what's cool is that you know, this, this isn't us talking at you guys, reading from a book and regurgitating. This really is Tim and I um, in the clinic together with our colleagues trying to figure out how to come alongside people day to day. Uh, this is something that, that we are struggling with as you are struggling with it. And I, and I hope that, that some of that authenticity in, in the challenges that we appreciate in, in the true clinical environment um, show up here. Tim has been a tremendous mentor for me. So it's an amazing opportunity um, to actually be here in his clinic group. And, and even in the first months that I've been here, I'm already just having an absolute blast and learning a ton. So I just want to give you guys a little bit of frame of reference that oftentimes when Tim and I are chatting, we might only be a few miles apart. Um, I'm over in Windsor and he's over in Fort Collins. So hopefully some of our relationship can shine through. Tim, do you mind giving the listeners just a few minute background kind of on yourself um, and what you're doing these days to give a little more depth to the content? Very quickly, I guess I'm now in practice 30, my 34th uh, year in clinical practice. Grew up primarily in my first 20 years uh, in the in the Army uh, as an Army physical therapist. Uh, fortunate enough to have outstanding mentors and seeing a wide range of uh, traumatic musculoskeletal neurological disorders. And fortunate enough to be sent to a lot of graduate school. Ended up teaching uh, my last portion of time in the military. And, and when I got out, I moved to Colorado and spent time you know, always in clinic. I always had my clinical practice, but on um, faculty at Regis University down in Denver, and then spent a time out in Utah, Rocky Mountain University. And now my current home is, uh, of, uh, at least from an educational perspective, is South College in Knoxville, Tennessee, where we have a two-year blended accelerated DPT program. So I've maintained, and my passion is is, is teaching, whether it be patients or, or clinicians, residents, or fellows. You know, I, I do enjoy teaching, but always have, you know, maintained this clinical practice, in which, which grounds me humbles me and puts a perspective on, you know, again, there's always so much to learn. A good friend of mine, Britt Smith in the Western Slopes often says that, you know, when you start to get reasonably proficient, you often get more challenging patients because, you know, people are looking for hope and they're, um, they're trying to, you know, find the next, you know, person that may be able to figure out what's going on. And uh, it's often called, as Britt would say, prevalence drift. So you think that the entire spectrum of of population is really these very, very difficult, persistent pain issues. And that's probably uh, not the case. However, if you listen to the story of every one of these folks that have had 
persistent pain problems and you take them back to those first encounters that they had with the healthcare system and what was told to them and worse, what was done to them, you begin to understand their experience and why now 20 years later, they're still in this cycle. And you realize we have to own some of that. We created that. We gave misinformation, again, maybe well-intended, but misinformation and did things to the human body that frankly, we shouldn't have been doing based on what the science said and based on really now what we understand about how pain experience comes about. So I guess that that's kind of my current background, you know, and I, you know, at, we continue to evolve at Colorado in Motion and realize that, you know, we're literally rebranded from Colorado Physical Therapy Specialists because realize, you know, physical therapy is, yes, it's what we do and who we are as, as providers, but we have other much more providers, eclectic providers in the practice and realize it's it's much bigger than that. And we have to look at uh, healthcare much, much bigger than our little slice that we've been looking at it in the past. Beautiful. Well, listeners, there you have it. So, so Tim and I, we're coming at you from Colorado. Uh, we're coming at you from clinic. And we're really coming at you from a sincere place of wanting to change a conversation that needs to change if we're going to save a lot of lives, not just the actual lives, um, but the quality of the lives. And so I, I hope that comes across. Tim and I don't know where this is going to go. We, we don't know where we're going to be doing these broadcasts from and where and where the content is going to go. And I hope that openness steers it in an authentic direction. Um, we are going to try to bring some content to you guys, but ultimately, um, we're going to let the urgency and the authenticity of these situations really allow that to be the driver um, of what we bring into the sphere um, in the realm of what we hope to be some forward progress on the way society manages pain. So as we kind of wrap up, I just want to give a huge shout out to the International Spine and Pain Institute who is sponsoring this broadcast. I don't think it's lost on anybody tuning in right now, the tremendous leadership that ISPI um, has been in this area, in this space. Um, they have been kind enough to, to encourage Tim and I, to welcome Tim and I in, in and to sponsor Tim and I as we bring these conversations to the group. We are going to have Adrian Lowe as a regular guest. So it's going to be great to get Adrian on the show on a somewhat regular basis to chime in on sort of the ongoing conversation as we bring in different guests from different disciplines. I think we're going to be able to, to really enjoy having Adrian kind of being a common theme and sort of a of a get back to the to, to the purpose of the conversation and helping to, to really evolve it as we go forward. So Adrian will be our first guest, but not only will he be our first, he will be a regular customer. So um, just again, a huge shout to, to ISPI. Guys, you're going to be able to find this podcast in a number of places, of course, on iTunes, but also you're going to be able to go to ISPI's website, which is ispinstitute.com. You're going to be able to find it there. It's also going to be hosted on the Evidence in Motion blog, so evidenceinmotion.com. Many of you are following the existing EIM clinical podcast there. This will also be featured in the blog, so you're going to be able to find it at either of those locations as well as on iTunes. Tim, I'm kind of getting ready to sign off. Audience, to say I'm excited is to understate the case. I think we're in a really special place at a really special time. Things are
are changing. We are being illuminated. I mean, the evidence coming out in the past five or six years, we are finding a way to manage folks who have persistent pain with a whole lot greater success and a whole lot less harm than what is happening up to that point. And so I think right now, the message really should be of hope and, and not of frustration. And we should lead that way and help to evolve that that hope into action as fast as possible. Tim, any parting words, sir? No, I think that sums it up, Jeff. Couldn't be more excited. And we look forward to each of you listening to us. And please, any feedback you have to us, we're all ears. Thank you so much. Pain Reframed is brought to you by our sponsor, the International Spine and Pain Institute. Check out their transformative pain science programming at ispinstitute.com.